The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 94, where we're going to be talking all about how to create a three-day work week. I'm super excited to share this interview with y'all because this business owner and I totally geek out about all things scheduling and time blocking. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsamey.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to hear from our guest. Hey, Kaylin, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing so good. Happy to be here, Jordan. Yes, I'm happy to have you. So I'm so excited to share your goodness about the three-day work week. But first, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your business. Um, Share a couple details with my audience. Yeah, sure. So I'm a coach for women entrepreneurs, and I help my clients work less, make more, and not just more money, but more time and more impact, and ultimately intentionally design a life that they really enjoy and love, even Mm. while they're building that business that they believe in. So that they, I mean, a lot of us put that on hold. I think we think, oh, when I'm successful, I'll have more time to enjoy my life. No, (laughs) if you're, if you're, if you're crazy busy from the start, you're just planting seeds to continue with that energy. And so I think it's really important for us right from the get go to kind of define that work-life harmony that works for us and do our best to implement that front from the start. Totally. I love the word intentional. It just, yeah. it's said often, but it is not yeah. practiced often. And yeah. so I think what people will get from the three-day work week when we really get into it is how intentional it really is mm-hmm. and how you will get time back. And so I'm excited about that. So yeah. go ahead and start to describe your business before you implemented a three-day work week. Yeah. So that was... <laughs> It seems like so long ago. It was only a few years, but it seems so long ago. But I was working, I don't even know how many hours because I wasn't tracking it. I don't know. Um, I was working pretty much a standard work week, I would say, and Mm -hmm. not really giving myself a clear container in which to do my tasks and accomplish. And therefore I was losing efficiency, losing productivity. Mm -hmm. And then I found out, you know, in the midst of this, my entrepreneurial journey, that I was pregnant with our first daughter. And my Mm -hmm. husband and I were surprised. It wasn't something we were totally planning for. We'd been married a couple of years, but we were like, oh, we're going to travel and I'm going to work on my business. And no, I'm going to be a mom. (laughs) So (laughs) I took some time off right after she was born. And when I came back to working, that's when I started with the three-day work week because mm-hmm. I wanted to have more of my week dedicated to being a mom, being a presence for her. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to give myself this container of three days. It was the only three days I could get childcare coverage that made sense for our life. And it was this kind of magical thing. I realize it's not magical now that I've right. studied it, but it seemed magical. My business started really taking off once I put clearer boundaries around my work time and clearer boundaries to protect my personal time. And I realize now it's because I started functioning more like a CEO. I started outsourcing things that I wasn't ready or didn't want to make time for. I just made smarter choices and probably got better at saying no to things that weren't a good fit. And it really 
it just transformed not just my business, but my life. I had this time to enjoy with this new little person. And now I have two daughters um, since, you know, the original three-day work week with my first daughter. Now I've got two little kids and it's, it just makes sense for us. And it's funny, my three-year-old just said to me yesterday, she's like, mommy, I, I don't want you to work. I don't want you. I work upstairs. Like, it's not even like I'm going anywhere, but even, and I was like, babe, I only work three days. Like there's mommies that don't see their kids all week long. Like we're so fortunate. Um, right. But even, even three days is too much for her. And yeah. sometimes it's too much for me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. Oh, that's so cute though. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I and I think, you know, it's really a lot of times the things that work so well for us happen because of circumstance. So like you yeah. had a baby coming and you're like, I just have three days of childcare, so I gotta yeah. make it work. Um and so many people see that as a a struggle or a challenge. And I love that you saw it as kind of like this is just a boundary. This is just how I have to structure it. Um, yeah. and, and you make it work instead of complaining or being like, well, I only have three days. Um, so I love that. I love that. Yes. So then what finally drove you to put the process in place was baby was coming. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was always, I was always a planner and I had a mm-hmm. big vision, but as far as my day to day, um, mm-hmm. I think I was creating a lot on the fly. Yeah. Um, not intentionally, there's that word again, thinking about, okay, where do I want my business to go the next year or the next two years, thinking longer term and really being okay with taking the small incremental steps in the day-to-day to to make that happen instead of trying to do these quantum leaps and hustle and push and put all this pressure on myself to get somewhere faster, where when we're functioning in that energy, it really, it ultimately just slows us down. I mean, when I'm in a place of stress and overwhelm, nothing good gets accomplished. Or if anything does get accomplished, it takes me so much more time than when I'm just feeling good in the right headspace, have the energy. And that's why the three-day work week, my three-day work week functions so well for me. It's because I'm tired. I've got two little kids. Like if I was trying to push myself to also work more hours than I comfortably can, I wouldn't be accomplishing anything worthwhile that anybody would want anyway. (laughs) So why not just give myself permission to do it within the time and space that feels good and that I'm actually at my best because that's what I want to be giving to people is, is my best, my, the best stuff I'm making and the best version of myself I can be. Totally. Totally agree. So go ahead and walk us through the steps that you took to create this three-day work week. Yeah. So the first thing I always recommend people do, because it's the first thing I did, was to do a time inventory. Before I changed anything, I just tracked for a couple days what I was actually spending my time doing. (laughs) And this is a very eye-opening exercise. (laughs) And I have to recommend anyone who's thinking about doing this, please be kind with yourself. Do not go into this as like, oh, I'm going to you know, critique and criticize and judge myself. We're all just doing the best we can. And until we know better, we don't know better. And so the awareness piece is key. Do your time inventory, like set a timer for every hour and just jot down um, a couple notes about what you did in that previous time. It will be really eye-opening from, I mean, it'll be hard, honestly, for you not to start changing things as you're going. Like, oh, I I don't want to write down, I checked my inbox again. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, um, it's really helpful to start seeing where you can batch things together, Mm -hmm. what stuff you maybe don't need to be doing quite so much, maybe things that are 
feeling ready to start outsourcing, maybe you're thinking about hiring a VA and you're like, I don't know what the heck I would have her do. This is a great exercise to do before any of that. And I also just want to add in here, I know we're talking about three-day work week. It's what I, what I live and I teach, but ultimately what my true goal is for, for people to design whatever ideal work week works well for them. Exactly. Because that's the most important thing. And maybe that doesn't mean changing your working hours at all, but just restructuring how you're using your time. Oh, totally. So then did you do your time inventory? You wrote it down. Did you use an app to track it? Like how did that I just work? did it old school. Like I had a journal sitting next to me and I just kind of, you know, would pause from my computer and jot down in my journal. And then at the end of the, the day, I went back and I looked and I kind of rated, like, did I love this? Was it a 10? Did this like light me up and make me feel amazing? Was it a one? Like the bane of my existence, like Facebook ads were when I was trying to do those on my own. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hated yeah. them. Um, and just kind of put them on a sliding scale. And then also, did I enjoy it? Like maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm good at something, but I'm not enjoying it. Or maybe I'm not so good at something, but I enjoy it. And finding that sweet spot of what do I really want to spend my valuable time doing? And where can I free up time? You know, if you're in a, you know, a client facing business that you need hours in the day to meet with clients, if your hours are currently filled with all these little like admin tasks and tweaking websites and making graphics, um, you don't have any space in your calendar for clients. And if you're struggling to get clients, maybe it's because you haven't carved out any space for them. That's right. a really interesting thing to consider. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So then after yeah. you do the time inventory, then what's next? Yeah. So after the time inventory, I think the next step is to create a model calendar. And so this will look different for everybody. Yeah. And this is, I'm actually just going to like walk you as you're asking these yeah. questions, I'm walking you through my program, three day work week. Like module <laughs> right, one yeah. is time inventory. Right, module yeah. two is model calendar. And so looking at what hours you have available and that you want to be working during, because you don't necessarily want to be working during all of your available hours. I mean, right. maybe you have 60 hours available to work, but if you're trying to get some living into those hours, then um, maybe you want to rethink the number of hours that you're working. And so creating that model calendar and figuring out what are my best hours? When am I feeling my best? Some people are night owls, some people are morning. Um, I know I have like a late afternoon dip, so it's not my best time to like do super creative work that requires that kind of energy and map it out. And so that now you have a framework in which to plug your business to-dos into so that you're not reinventing the wheel. And Mm. this should be said again, that it's a model calendar. It's not the, you know, you have to be living this every single week because part of the joy of being an entrepreneur is having flexibility and freedom to change things, change your mind, change your day, like whatever. (laughs) Um, But this is, it's really helpful to have a sense of how you want to structure your time if you're trying to become more productive and efficient with it. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I like that you said it is a model calendar. It is up for interpretation. Um, so if you feel into, you know, today was a blog writing day, but you are tired, exhausted, you're staring at a blank sheet for an hour and you're just like, this isn't happening yeah. you can go and do something creative instead, um, to either help you then come back and blog, right. Or just have a Netflix day. Cause let's be honest, exactly. um, <laughs> that sometimes happens over here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I love that you said that. 
So then after the model calendar, then what? Yeah, so after the model calendar, then you want to probably revisit the time inventory and see mm -hmm. what are the tasks that need to be plugged into that model calendar. What are things that you're doing on a daily, weekly, maybe monthly basis that need to be factored in it with some regularity so that they can have space in there so you're not you don't not schedule in something that always needs your time and attention so it's always like catching you like oh crap I got to write that blog post it's like just right. schedule it in so right. when you're going into that next week you know where you're headed and mm. that's another thing that I kind of alluded to pre-plan like set yeah. yourself up for success maybe the oh, Thursday wow. or Friday before look to your next week and see what needs to be on the calendar, what calls need to be scheduled, what calls are scheduled so mm -hmm. that you know you're not thinking, oh, I have a week where I can just totally be free and create my content. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, wait, I booked myself to do like three interviews and that's going to totally chop up my flow. Just at least be prepared for that. So maybe you yeah. can rethink your working days. I think that's really key. And something about the model calendar that um, I know that you loved implementing and that I've implemented consider maybe doing like an AB week split. Yeah. So I do all my clients on my A week, no clients on my B week. Yeah. And, and I love coaching personally on that biweekly basis. It gives them mm -hmm. more availability to implement what we've been talking about. And it yeah. leaves that B week totally free for whatever the task at hand is, whatever the big goal is that I'm working on. Yeah, I was totally just going to talk about that because that has, um, I did a big shift back in May. It was right after we had met in April mm -hmm. and, um, and was just like, all right, we need to figure this out because I don't like it anymore. And so um, going through your three-day work week freebie, um, you know, and talking with you about this AB week, it really has shifted um, and given me so much more time. And I work pretty much 25 hours a week. That's like, how much I work. Um, and it usually is Monday through Thursday. Sometimes it's Tuesday to Friday, depends. Um, but being able to have my client intensives on one week and that's all I do. Um, you know, I wake up, I do a four hour call and then I'm done. And then the other weeks, you know, it's podcast interviews or it's whatever it is that I need to get done for the week. Um, and I think it also helps set up expectations for your team as well. Um, knowing, um, when it, what weeks you're going to be on calls versus like, okay, is she on a call right now? Or what, what is she doing? And all of that. Um, when you do bring on a VA or, or whoever else you have on your team. So everyone check yeah. into AB weeks for sure. So what, what's next after that? Yeah. So once you've got the, the weekly daily to do's kind of factored in, um, what I tend to do is then plug in my big goals. So mm -hmm. if you are just kind of flying by the seat of your pants, doing the day-to-day -day stuff, not really with a long-haul plan in place, this right. might be a great time to do some, and some visioning, some planning, and thinking about, okay, if I want this to happen in six months, what do I have to reverse engineer and start putting into place, plugging into that model calendar today, tomorrow, and next week in order to align myself with the achievement of that goal? Right. And so this is it's such a helpful way of functioning because I think one of the things entrepreneurs struggle with the most is accountability yep. and being accountable to someone. If you yeah. can be accountable to your calendar and the things that you've scheduled, essentially like your future self has in place, it gives right. you that sense of accountability that so, so many of us are 
hungry for. It's like, yeah. oh, I became an entrepreneur, so I'd have all this freedom and create my business and whatever. And now I just wish someone would tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, it's like, just tell me what to do, please. But yeah. if you set, if you have that goal in mind and figure out, okay, to reach that, I have to implement these 10 steps. And then those 10 steps can be broken down maybe into even smaller pieces and then put those into your weekly and monthly calendar. Then you set yourself up with those baby steps to reach those big goals, which yeah. is what it's all about, right? You're never going to get your program launched or your new website built if you just have it hanging out there in the distance without factoring in what needs to be happening to step you in that direction. Yeah, exactly. So then is it you have it in Asana or Trello or like project management? Do you Asana do is what I use for me and my team. And um, yeah. Asana is great. You know, it's like I get... I tell my team members, I was like, okay, this is the stuff I want to accomplish. You plug it into Asana and then Asana will remind me <laughs> when I need to do my stuff. So it's like having that boss, right? My, right. I get my little email like, hey, this is due in a week. Did you start working on it? It's yeah. great. <laughs> I, know. I know. Seriously. Yeah. Asana saves lives. Yeah, it does. And businesses. <laughs> right. And businesses. Right. Exactly. Uh, so then once all of that stuff and you have your goals, you have you know, your daily stuff, then what does it look like? Um, is there tweaking involved at all? Um, and how For do you sure. go then into the practice of what this new, and do you transition? Yeah. Do you just cold turkey it? What does that look like? I think it's really important to transition. I don't believe in quantum leaps. Um, like the thing I say again and again in my program is like, we're looking for incremental upgrades, small steps that feel good. Like we're just leaning into the new, the new work week that you're doing. So if you are working like a 60 hour work week and you're like, whoa, this is too much. Jumping to working like 20 hours, right. it's going to be too much. Like right for 99% of people, yeah. maybe cutting back to like 45 hours and then living that for three, four, six months yeah. and then coming back to it. I mean, this is stuff you can come back to again and again, coming yeah. back to designing a new model calendar, mm -hmm. you know, doing the time inventory, all the steps we talked about yeah. and, and then easing into that next transition. Maybe at that time you're cutting back to 30 or 35 hours. And then mm -hmm. within a year or two, maybe you can be at that 20 hour goal and it would, it feels really sustainable and you're still able to scale your business while you're doing yeah. it. I mean, there's so many factors that we have to keep in mind. It's not just about mm -hmm. working less, but how can we work less in a smart way that actually allows us to personally grow and expand and our business to grow and expand? Oh, totally. And it's, a, yeah. I agree that there's, you know, sometimes where you just need to tweak for X, Y, and Z reasons of, um, you know, taking into account more children or taking into account, um, different things. It's, you know, it's not, this is the model calendar for my entire business for the entire life of my business. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a living thing. Like you always are expanding, contracting all of that stuff. Um, and so, um, and in transition, I think it is really key to, to, take it in strides um, versus the like hard stop. I did a hard stop, but I also had like a three week, if I think about it, actually, I had a three week transition, <laughs> yeah. um, but um, it felt like it was cold turkey, yeah. but, um, but it was good. And I think um, that it is, I love the words incremental upgrades that you said. It's just, mm -hmm. it's really feeling into each step because if you all of a sudden feel into it and it doesn't feel good, then sit back and evaluate and see, okay, why didn't it feel good? Okay. Here's how I can maybe make this work a little bit better for myself. Yeah. I think that's one of the most 
beautiful things you can do for yourself. It's like, yeah. if, if you're taking nothing else for away from this and you're like, I don't want to rethink my whole calendar, right. incremental upgrades. Like it's a concept that flows through my entire program. And it's like, okay, would it feel really amazing to end your workday at five or 6 PM and like stop and right. not be thinking about it through dinner or eating at your desk or right. going back to stuff in the evening. Like that could be an amazing upgrade that yeah. would give you so much life back and so much energy back if you're working all the hours all the time. Yeah. Or maybe it would feel good to, I don't know, have a half day on Friday. Like maybe yeah. you've been working, you know, five full days and just like ending work around lunchtime or even just like by like three o'clock on Friday to yeah. give you like a little bit more weekend would feel like an amazing gift to yourself. Right. Try it out. Like you're not going to lose anything by right. trying it. Like you could go back the next week and be like, oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those incremental upgrades because that's what gives you your life back. I mean, this is about designing a lifestyle that makes sense because when we're creating businesses that become these like monsters that take over all of our time and energy, like yeah. what's the point? Even if you're making yeah. a ton of money, you don't have any time to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so get your life right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I am going to ask the last few questions. Sure. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business? Well, my best and probably the most important one that I made that helped me implement my three-day work week was getting an assistant. I mm -hmm. was a solopreneur for seven, eight years before I finally got my mm -hmm. assistant and shifted to my three-day work week. And when I shifted to my three-day work week and got my assistant, it was my first six-figure year in my business. And, yep. you know, there were other factors. I'll be totally honest. There's a lot right. of other factors that went right. into it. Um, but that was a key player. Um, yeah. and like I mentioned earlier, it was, I was really functioning like a CEO, I'm like, mm -hmm. this is my business. I believe in it. And these yeah. are some smart choices I'm making now. And, yeah. and that made a huge difference. I would highly recommend anyone who is pre like pressing up against the edges of their time and energy outsource, <laughs> find yes. somebody to outsource to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I totally, totally agree. Yeah. Uh, and then what was your worst financial investment in business? Probably the least intelligent financial choice I made was, and I alluded to this earlier too, was trying to do Facebook ads all by myself. And right. so this kind of relates back to the previous one, outsource yeah. the stuff that you're not good at and don't enjoy. Yes. Right. It just makes sense. Someone else is a pro in that area. You get to support yeah. another woman right. probably in business doing yeah. something that she loves. And, um, yeah, that was just, that was just throwing money away. <laughs> I know. I know. Seriously. It, yeah. Facebook ads definitely are on my list of Jordan. Don't touch. Don't, yeah. do, don't look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Cause I'm a very logical, I mean, I'm a very logical right. organized person yeah. and I felt like I applied all that to my Facebook right. ads and then they would like not convert at all. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> not convert not. at all. And for like $10 a conversion when they did, it was like, right. this doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I so, so agree. So then where can people find you online website, um, social media, where do you want people to gather? Yeah. So my website's kaylinasher.com. Um, that's where you can, you mentioned the three day work week freebie that helps you design your ideal schedule. Um, that's where you can find it. Um, online I'm Kaylin Asher everywhere. Um, so you can find me, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of it. Uh, I have a, a great growing community called three day work week. You know, it's the theme in my life and <laughs> my life and business. Um, so if that's a, a space, a community you'd like to be supported by, um, you know, I welcome you over there too. 
Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Kaylin, for coming on. I know people have taken some nuggets. um, And so I can't wait for people to start implementing at least one incremental upgrade. Um, And so thanks so much for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Take care, Jordan. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.